Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show, The Walk. And today we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, So Laura and I are going to be doing a little summer series called Coffee Talk with Tony and Laura. Except it's in the evening and I'm having tea. (laughs) Yeah, so we're not actually having uh, coffee. So basically what we're doing is we're going to draw out of a glass cup with a whole bunch of random topics on parenting. And we're just going to have some authentic conversation about what we think about those topics. We are going to try to give biblical influence here, but we are going off the books. <laughs> so uh, this is totally unscripted and we'll see how it goes. I think it'll be fun. Drum roll, please. That's not a drum roll. We can't really do a drum roll. Okay, drum roll, please. And today's topic of conversation is chores. Wow. This should be great because you and I have the very opposite (laughs) viewpoint on chores. Yes. I hope that you guys listening uh, enjoy this discussion as much as we're about to. (laughs) Oh, man. So I think, well, we can take this a couple different angles, but... Let's start with just talking about chores in regards to giving our children chores. Great, because I think afterwards we're going to talk about how we as parents do chores. Which is vastly different, in case you didn't gather that already. (laughs) Yeah, so let's talk about how we do chores for our girls. We can bring up the chore chart and the purpose behind that. And then we can talk about how we structure the chores but we'll let you start because you're the one that likes chores. Uh, no, I don't actually like chores. I just see them. <laughs> so anyways. See them and do something about <laughs> and it. And I do something about it. Um, so chores, I feel like, really depend on your child's age. Our oldest daughter is um, very tidy and organized, and she always has been. She probably gets that from her mama. But she she finds gratitude in doing chores and keeping things clean and put away and organized. However, she shares a room with her younger sister who kind of flies by the seat of her pants and doesn't really have any concept of putting things away or cleanliness or any of that stuff yet she is a tornado Um, in a three-year-old body she is yeah yep so one of the things that we have done in our home is start a chore chart and each child has age-appropriate chores and if they do their chore each day they get a sticker on their chart and then um after they go through like the list of the day they might get a quarter for their money jar or um, a dollar depending on how many chores they've done off their list yeah we keep those chore charts pretty simple it's four chores a day um, and both of them have a chore chart Uh, the youngest one pretty much just started not too long ago but we're super uh, inconsistent typically during the school year it's hit and miss just with all the other things that we're doing you know outside of home life uh, oftentimes, you know, they won't, they wouldn't be able to do chores before or, at, or after school. And so it's not a big deal if we miss a day. But 
you know, if we if we do this a couple days a week, a couple times a month, I think it's fine. And it gives the the girls a chance to collect some money as well. But yeah, there's uh there's four chores that we have. So the first one is Bible verse. I guess that's not really our first one, but Bible verse is one of the chores. And then cleaning up the room or picking up toys. Putting their clothes in the laundry and making their bed. Um, I'm pretty sure it was taking care of nap time undies, but that has been... Well, it. Uh, our oldest had changed when she was potty trained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it changes as they get older. Yeah. But we limit it, and the chores could be whatever you want. These are just a few examples that we use. But we limit it to four, and they get a, cor- a sticker for every chore that they do, and then they get a quarter for every sticker that they earn. Maybe that's where inconsistency kind of is nice. Otherwise, we'd be broke. <laughs> yeah, yes. It's like, okay, we need a break from the chores because we have no money. I do remember, like, as a child growing up, my I had a chore jar, and my mom would do, I think she said 10 cents a chore, but I could have, like, 10 chores on my list. And maybe I was in, like, upper elementary, middle school, but the chores definitely change as you age. Like our oldest, well, both of our girls are starting to be able to put their own dishes in the dishwasher. Um, our oldest daughter pulled out the broom and wanted to sweep her bedroom. So just like little things that you might not think about your children being able to do, they might be able to, to handle a little bit more responsibility and they might be looking forward to a little more responsibility. Yeah, I remember doing a chore chart when I was younger and I hated it. Um, my mom. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> well, yes. Not the fact that I don't like chores because I don't, I'll be honest. But I remember my mom getting a chore chart and the same thing. It was, you know, stickers and you get a certain amount of money per sticker. Uh, just kind of a, a motivational tactic, but it was so overwhelming because her chore chart wasn't just, you know, a couple chores here and there. It was like there was probably a list of 30 or 40 different things we could do. And I looked at this list and I kind of rebelled. I'm like, I will do a couple of these, but I really don't have any desire to do chores by the mere overwhelmingness of it. I just felt it just would take all of my time away. And so then I began to resent chores. And does this transition into adult chores? I think think it has Mm. transitioned into adulthood because me as a Dad, I am really bad at chores. A dad or a husband. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say, I'm going to defend myself a little bit here. I shouldn't say I'm bad at chores. I'm bad at taking the initiative at doing chores. I feel like I do a pretty good job of doing the chores if, after you ask me. Yeah. So in our home, the like, I am the primary chore doer for the inside of the house. Whatever chores you can think of, laundry, dishes. And then Tony does the outside chores like mowing the lawn, weed whipping, those sorts of things that are a little more physically tedious. We live on a hill, so it's push mowing our lawn is kind of hard. <laughs> and plus our lawn mower is like on the fritz. So that makes it tricky too. But nevertheless, yeah, it's easy for me who is home most of the week to see the chores and to to take initiative. But it's definitely nice to acknowledge that I'm not the only one that lives here 
and is making the messes and to have help too. Yeah, I, I do. I think the hard part for me is making chores a priority. Um, you and I actually had this conversation, kind of hashed it out a few days ago, to be honest. We won't go into all the details, but it really came down to me not taking chores as a priority and it was becoming a burden and led to that led to you being frustrated. And so we just had to have a, a pretty hefty discussion about that because the reality is to maintain a house, there's a lot of things you have to do. And I can't, I can't say that people enjoy doing chores, even though it appears that you do. I know you don't, you just make it a priority. I appreciate cleanliness there. I think there's a, there's a difference between I enjoy chores and I appreciate having a clean home. But when it comes to our kids, uh, there has to be a little bit of reinforcement and accountability when it comes to chores. You know, if we ask our kids to clean up their room, there's there's an expectation that they're going to do it when we ask. And we have to be reasonable. The older one is going to be able to clean more efficiently than the younger one. So we can't have the same expectations necessarily for a three-year-old as we would a six-year-old. And I know that that can cause problems when you are parenting because if you set a, a six-year-old expectation on a, on a toddler, all of a sudden you can get angry and frustrated and do or say something that you will regret when it's really not their fault. But at the same time, you shouldn't just do the chores for them after you've asked them, you know, three, four, five times. You need to have a consequence. Yeah, there needs to be accountability. But also you're teaching your children responsibility. You're teaching them that these are their belongings and they need to clean up after themselves. And that's that's not only setting habits for them as children, but that's setting lifelong habits about maintaining their things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember... Um, oh, what was it? Our oldest was two and a half and she had put all of these crayons in like colored order. Yeah. She She even said, I'm organizing. What two, what two year old says that? My child. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Your child. Um, another thing that as parents we can struggle with, but also kids can struggle with too, the attitude behind the chores The Bible talks a lot about serving other people. And even as adults, when we do our chores and we do our housework, it's a really good opportunity for us to be examples of God's love to our family and um, to have servant attitudes and think about how we can serve other people. And we can teach our kids the same thing, that by doing these chores, it's a way to serve and to show God's love to them even when you don't really want to do it. Somewhere I heard someone talking about, oh, maybe it was a a quote that hung in somebody's kitchen or something like that, talking about um, service happens three times a day here. Just a reminder that even things like doing the dishes is an opportunity to serve your family. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't always have to be the same person that's doing the service. Like that's, that's not fair either. <laughs> but yeah, just, just acknowledging and teaching your kids that serving can be encompassed in even doing chores. I think about 
something you observed with your grandparents where they always do the dishes together. Like one washes them and one dries them. And I think about that and it's like, yeah, they're, they're a married couple. They've been married for 50 some years and you know, they do, they serve together. And I'm not saying that you have to do that because, well, it's tricky with a young family when you're not both home at the yeah, same time. I mean, be, being realistic. But I also think that there is some truth to where uh, in Ephesians chapter 5, 20, in verse 25, it says, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. I think oftentimes we think of the sacrifice that Jesus does for the church as in he died for us. Oftentimes, as husbands, we think, yes, I would die for my wife. I would die for my kids. I would take a bullet for them. But what about the daily stuff? Like, how noble is it to take a bullet for your family? Sure, it's really noble. But the likelihood of that happening for billions of people, it's not. What is the the daily sacrifice that we're doing? Are you willing to give up time on your phone or time doing the things that you want to do to help serve your wife. You're giving yourself up on a spiritual level to lift your spouse up, to lift your family above yourself. Because that's that's the ideal. That's what Jesus does. And as we draw near to him, I think you'll see that you will do this more and more. And what a better, you can't think of a better example of daily sacrifice that your kids observe than doing chores in order to lift up your family to make their burden easier. That concludes this episode of Coffee Talk with Tony and Laura. Thanks for joining us.